Hello, everybody. And I have to welcome you to, at least in this iteration, the first named podcast, at least series podcast, um, Drunk Thoughts. Now, maybe I'll come up with a more creative thought, and at this point, I will have edited it here. He's such a liar. See, right there, you make it really hard on future you, which is, um, you know, actually, now that we're doing this, you might as well know that there is the concept, while you're drunk, there is the drunk you, there is blackout you, which is the, the more drunk of you, if you are currently drunk, um, and then there's the uh, other other version of you, which I assume for most people, is just the normal person. However, this is what I'm probably most excited about, simply, A, I'm drunk, and I literally just came up with this idea, so maybe it's just so fresh that it will be interesting, and then after that, it will be lost upon you. However, what the most exciting part that I have coming up with is the six and seven team that leads first in their division. And probably most of you who screamed out a decision, you were half right. Now, I should warn you that in a pretty soon moment, I will have to go get a pizza that is um, being made in my own oven, as I have not um, decided to go the delivery route. And then after that, we're going to get right down into... The Cowboys, and we're gonna discuss Dak and Jason Garrett. What about Zeke and his contract? The dude's been paid a bunch. What's he been going on with? And we'll go with Amari Cooper, who, if you're a Cowboys fan out there, you obviously have that big boner for. He's changed since he's been here, but you have to sometimes wonder is he a Super Bowl piece you need? And is paying him worth what you want. And then, I'm sure we'll have more after that, after I have devoured this pizza. However, we'll also then discuss the Jerry Jones. Alright guys, so we're now back, and we're still talking about the Cowboys. I've got a pizza in front of me. i got about four pieces, I put a lot of cheese on it. You know, a little ranch inside a bowl. I don't necessarily know if ranch is a big popular thing. I've talked to quite a few little bit of people. And quite a bit of few little people. Wow. It sounds like I've been talking to midgets or I'm just half-assing what I'm saying, which is the latter. Let me just be honest with you. I'm really excited to talk about what I want to talk about. So um, maybe I might eat this pizza, I might not. But this, this, this old Cowboys thing is so interesting because I've been... Friends with a diehard Cowboys fan. You've heard him. He's the lieutenant if you've been listening to the Cage podcast. If not, you can check it out. Uh, they always go over what's on in the octagon. But without that, I mean, Lewis is a diehard Cowboys fan. And I, I love the Steelers. Don't get me wrong. I, I believe in them. I'm rooting for them really hard this Sunday night. But the big thing about the Steelers in my opinion, is that I'm not willing to devote total emotion to. However, Lewis, the lieutenant, 
who is giving you constant updates each and every week. I know I keep plugging it, but seriously, check out Cage. It's a fantastic podcast. He keeps being emotionally attached to this Cowboys team. They're 6-7 and seven team. They're first in their NFC East. Shouldn't be. They, you know, the Eagles, who are also 6-7, and seven, but because they did not beat them last time, the Dallas Cowboys have the win over the Eagles. If they sweep them, they'll get the tiebreaker, and they'll go to the playoffs. Um, this Cowboys team is not that good. And so here's kind of what I want to talk about, and I broke it down a little bit before. We're going to talk about this Dak and Jason Garrett situation. You're Jerry Jones. You walk in to win. Let's just say this team is 9-7. and seven. They win the last three games. They're 9-7. and seven. They win the NFC East. They play a playoff game. And they lose it. Let's hypothetically go with that. Okay, I'm taking a sip right now. That's where the drunk thoughts comes from. But what happens is, then, okay, what do the Cowboys do? Because you've got to pay Dak. You absolutely have to. And I used to be really big on Dak, and I still I still believe he's a competent quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But this guy struggles in a lot of areas. But you have to get rid of Jason Garrett over him. That's at least my opinion. If you disagree, let me know. But I really think Jason Garrett, his biggest issue is what he's caused this team is, don't get me wrong, the Dallas, the, the, don't mess up there. Let me rephrase that. Do not get me wrong. The Cowboys have talent. Okay. But this isn't the team that a, lot, that a lot of analysts are making it out to be. You've got Zeke, but you've got Zeke who's already got his contract. Zeke who's looked at himself in the mirror and probably at least one point said, it's okay to not get that 100-yard game. It's okay to not get that blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying he's doing that every time. He's obviously still a world-class athlete still working every single day. But we all can kind of accept that once you get what you're working for, the effort put into it just isn't quite the same simply because you're living a different lifestyle. I heard this one thing on the Dan Levitard show while they were talking about the boxers, uh, the Deontay Wilder and I believe the Andy Ruiz fight. Uh, But... They had an analyst on there. I can't exactly remember his name. However, he was saying it's hard to wake up and run on the satin sheets, silk sheets, whatever type of sheets you have. Basically, the whole point of it was that once you reach the pinnacle of what you're racing for, which for most people is the the cash and the check. It's hard to wake up the next day. Here's my thing about the Cowboys. Jason Garrett's not getting you anywhere. I'm a firm believer you pay you pay Dak Prescott. A lot of people think he's paid so much, it's going to hurt him. Here's my thing. 
Okay, he's a part of the NF, the NFL salary cap. As long as you're not spending an absurd amount of money doing what you want to do, which is keeping him on your roster, he's 100% worth it. You can argue that teams aren't able to make the playoffs with or without a quarterback. Paying him this much and that much would also be your argument. But I'm telling you this right now. If you take those two arguments and you just base them simply off the severity of what you're talking about, not having a quarterback versus having a quarterback is the much bigger issue when it comes to the two arguments and the other one, which is how much you pay your quarterback, whether it be a lot or in the other case, a little, comes solely impactful in that situation. I mean, it's just, there is no other way of having this conversation. You've got to pay the guy. Now, it's going to suck. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be awful. It's going to be horrible sometimes. And you're going to look at yourself, oh, I wish I could use this money for that. But I've seen a lot of teams, let me just rattle off a few right currently that might even in their own minds have their franchise quarterback that I myself have seen troubles in. And granted, these might never, ever come to fruition. These guys might end up actually being really good NFL starters and I might look like an idiot. But I'm just saying currently, you look at Daniel, I don't even remember his last name, I just remember his Danny Dimes, quarterback of the Giants. Dwayne Askins, he's, you know, a lot of people have been looking at him. What's he going to do? Right? Then you look at, you've got the guy, Josh Allen, from the Buffalo Bills. He's starting to face some notoriety. He's looking like he's making to the playoffs a little bit. He's got a chance. He's got a Sunday night game against the Steelers. Big time. Let's do it, big boy. That's what everyone's telling him. But then you go over into the um the Browns. You got you got Baker. The guy the guy who has essentially since he's gotten in the league been a trash talker. But you know what? He's sensational when he plays. He's giving you every play. That is the most exciting part about this league in my opinion. Those guys. Those the quarterback. And man, there might not be a more interesting one currently than Dak Prescott. When we come back, we're going to discuss more on Jason Garrett. We're going to get into what this guy has going on for him. All right, so now we're talking about Jason Garrett. Okay, so Jason Garrett, in my opinion, is a fantastic coach. He's a good coach. He's a good NFL coach. The, the Cowboys... If you have no Super Bowl aspirations, if you're looking to simply be a team that is always in the spotlight, that every NFL team slash fan is looking at, at least in some capacity. The last couple of years, they drafted Dak Prescott, a quarterback from Mississippi State. He replaced Tony Romo. 
was an undrafted quarterback. They drafted Zeke from the Ohio State University. Traded for Amari Cooper. They have an interesting set of talent on their team. Demarcus Lawrence. Last season looked fantastic. And this season, while still looking really good, is not looking anywhere near worth the talent you signed him for. And I think that's more of a football problem than currently what we're looking at. However, Jason Garrett is a legit issue. In my opinion, Jason Garrett should have been fired after their loss against the Bears. Now, I understand if you argue, well, it is the Chicago Bears. Mitchell Trubisky did a lot of what he did his first couple weeks, maybe slash seasons in the league, where he performed exceptional throwing the football and was also utilizing the running game of his own aspect where he would scramble in the plays. He utilized that way better than he had this season. I think a lot of people agree with that. But what really struck me is, you know, I can understand if this Cowboys team who, at the time, even before what they currently have, a 6-7 and seven record, were also still at the top of the NFC East. This was a this was a win, and the Eagles have no shot of reaching you at the end. The Cowboys unable to do so. The, the Jason Garrett issue is something that will plague this team until he's gone. And honestly, it might plague him a little bit. I'm a 100% firm believer in Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a really good quarterback. When you don't make him do everything. And I think it's the same thing with Tony Romo. You listen to Tony Romo on a Sunday while he's calling a game. And you think, this is a guy who understands what it's like to be out there. He gets all the coverages. He understands everything. And that's the type of veteran quarterback you want. But the problem with Tony Romo, with the problem with most every quarterback, even Tom Brady is that you can't put all of it on him. Dak Prescott is able to make plays. Just the same way Tony Romo was able to make plays. But Dak Prescott's going to have the same back-breaking losses, maybe in different fashions, maybe not thrown through, you know, ending of the game interceptions as Romo was tended to do. Maybe it's more of a... Dak just can't get you there type stuff. But Garrett's the issue. We're going to move on, and we're going to talk about Amari Cooper on our way back. Now, what I thought was fantastic about Amari Cooper was how he changed Dak Prescott and his Cowboys team. When we come back, we'll be talking about Amari Cooper. All right, so right now, we're going to be talking about Amari Cooper. Now, I think maybe, in my opinion, the most exciting part about Amari Cooper is how he completely changed this Cowboys team. 
And maybe even the more real fascinating part, I think, that I have with it that I'm not... I mean, I guess in this aspect I'd be admitting it, but full-fledged, 100% admitting, would be it's it's kind of nice seeing the Cowboys struggle to feed people. I don't know why. I've never really been a big Cowboys hater, but once Fudd and I, in our primetime previews, which you should absolutely check out if you have not, we went over this Cowboys team, and I bet they'd win. And I was disappointed. And I'm 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 uninspired by them. But let's let's go with Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper played for a Raiders team that even if you look at this year roster-wise and you take into effect what they traded for and it was uninspiring if he was still there playing for this team there is no shot whatsoever that he would have even the slightest chance of having a remarkable season with him it is completely fear- infuriating because Amari Cooper is a sensational wide receiver. Absolutely sensational. Changes this whole Cowboys team. I was a firm believer in Zeke Elliott. We talked about him a little bit. He got those eyes. He looked at it and said, wow, why don't you work as hard? Get the money. Maybe that's not the truth. Maybe defense figured him out. But even if that is the case, and I'm going to take a stance that I really hate when I hear in the radio media world, he should overcome it. And he, you know, he should. If you tell him the circumstances that he's telling you is the reason why he's not doing well. Probably look at you and say, I need to do better. But because he's describing them to you, letting you know how it is, even though we have no frame of reference, at least realistically, we sure have the idea, and this is what it comes to. Yeah, that's what it's like to play in the NFL, but... Amari Cooper is such a sensational player. He has 70 receptions, has over 1,000 yards, in fact, 1,054 yards. It's always been a struggle of mine when there's a zero after the one on 1,000. It's always like, well, do you just call off the 10 and then whatever's after that? Apparently, there's a big issue sometimes. He had, he had eight receiving touchdowns this season. I mean... He's not horrible. This Rams team they're playing, they could absolutely they could absolutely dominate with. I want to just believe it. They could they could crush it. And Amari Cooper could one hundred percent be the thing. I have heard this one thing about the Rams though, since they've gotten uh Jalen Ramsey, I believe they've only allowed around. I want to definitively say 17 points, but I'm not entirely sure. So I'm going to include it in the around, and I, I assume if you're listening to this and you hear around, you also think maybe 3 plus, 3 minus. 
um, than what they're going to allow. They're, they're going to allow, like, you know, 20 of, No, 13 points. No, 24, 2 points. Somewhere around there. This is, um, it's a good shit. Hey, guys, so I am uh, realizing I'm a lot more drunk than I thought. You have been listening to Drunk Thoughts. Now, this was, again, a total just catastrophe that I have done. Um, with that being said, if you like what you're hearing, please let me know and let the rest of us know so that we can maybe even tweak and give you what the house would look like when he's hammered. Or maybe even the lieutenant. Or he's having a little too many drinks and swashbuckling around like he's a pirate for some fucking reason. I'm so drunk. All right, guys. As always, I love talking to you. And if you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe. Not many of you are doing it. Thank you very much, and you have a wonderful evening.